So you know this podcast is about politics, pop culture, and life in general. And I used to review movies and probably talk about a TV show here and there. But now I have a dedicated podcast for that. It is called the Season Premiere Podcast. That is also a weekly podcast just like this one, but new episodes every Thursday where I talk about my favorite shows and maybe movies I've seen and I review them. So if you want to hear my thoughts on all of that outside of politics and all these other things that I talk about on this podcast, go check out the season premiere podcast. You can find that podcast everywhere you can find this podcast. Subscribe over there, just like you're subscribed here, and enjoy the rest of the show. All right, so hopefully this stays on for longer than 37 seconds because with this recorder here, and this is why I need that professional setup. You know, as much as I've talked about how great I've been doing this podcast and other podcasts with this quote-unquote unprofessional setup or not-so-professional setup, I think it will be great to have that professional setup. So, voice recording apps like the one that I'm using now, when they're not at their best, my podcast doesn't suffer. Anyways, we are now officially 37 seconds in and we didn't stop, so let me start the podcast. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, and you love Ernest, stalling time with the same guy in different name, back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. Um, this episode is probably going to be a short, short one. It is one topic per se. I'm going to talk about one topic two people um and just you know my thoughts on the various things i gotta say about what i consider to be outrage culture um that's going on i've talked about this plenty of times on this podcast before i've written about this i've discussed this offline i've discussed this in every in other avenues but I just feel as though now is just the perfect time to make a dedicated episode, or at least if I did make a dedicated episode in the past, another dedicated episode, because this is just an important topic. Now, before I get into it, let me share some good news, as I've been doing at the beginning of you know these past few episodes. The good news is I think my normal is back now. I know when the whole pandemic became a thing, everyone is like, there's a new normal and blah, 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 and all that stuff. But the thing about the word normal is it's kind of something that you have to define for yourself, especially if you're someone who prides themselves on being an individual. So going based off someone else's idea of what normal is, isn't necessarily the best if you are someone who lives a different life or you do things differently, you're not necessarily, if you're someone who walks at the beat of your own drum. So when I say that, and I won't go into too deep of it because I want the base of uh, the bulk of this episode to be about what the topics are and not necessarily myself um, as it pertains to how my normal is looking. Maybe that will be for future episodes. I'll discuss about that. Or just a conversation you and I can have as person to person, podcaster to listener to whatever, 
if you simply just reach out to me and ask me what that's looking like and how it is and we can go back and forth and hopefully your normal is back um and if it is not back we can further discuss that as well but that is the good news that i had to share now on to the actual topics at hand let's talk about Kyrie Irving you know um this whole vaccine situation or non-vaccine taking situation that's going on um I will not go over every single thing I've heard people say about, you know, Kyrie or people not taking a vaccine. Uh, Some of the stuff that I will go over is stuff that I may have already discussed in the past. Um, Some of the stuff I was, and there's a lot of stuff that I'm, the reason why I'm not going over everything other than the fact that I don't necessarily remember everything, but there are things that I do remember that I'm not going to discuss because I just feel as though it's not even worth even dignifying an answer for these type of responses anymore. And in fact, even the stuff that I bring up here, I feel that they're still not necessarily worth too much of an explanation of a of any type of you know whatever last week's episode was literally about how i feel as though people grown people especially celebrities don't necessarily have to explain themselves to individuals who either are choosing not to get it or people who simply just don't matter you know in the grand scheme of things simply just don't matter as much as other people within these people's lives do matter right if you haven't heard last week's episode, feel free to pause this. Go listen to that. Feel free to listen to that. After you listen to this, however you decide to listen, I just, or if your choice is to eventually listen to that episode, if you didn't listen to it, whenever you decide to do it, that is up to you. I just want that listen, baby. But no, nah, that's not all I want, but I appreciate it. All right. Um, so with that being said, Right, we're 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 talking about this week's episode, not last week's. Um, and yeah, that's right, bitch, get away. There was some insect trying to come my way. I'm outside for those who don't know, and it was running up on me, and I just kind of kicked in its direction, and now it's like scared, and it's like, oh my god, where do I go? Because it's like on this brick wall now, trying to get away from me, but it seems to be having a hard time. You could have been easy. You could Life could have been sweet for you had you not came my way trying to start shit. Anyways, um, that's a message for all the insects out there listening out there. The real live ones and the people who are insects. Come my way, you get kicked. Anyways, Kyrie Irving. He is choosing not to take the vaccine. His reasons are his reasons. You have people who are making this man to be some martyr. I believe Kyrie believes he is that. You have people who um, obviously making this man seem worse than what he really is. Um, I don't believe that he is as bad as people are making this seem. Um, I'm on the middle ground with Kyrie. Now, for those who know my commentary on Kyrie Irving, he's no stranger to my commentary on this podcast. I've talked about Kyrie plenty of times. Hell, I did an episode called Kyrie is me. 
that's an older episode that came out, if not 2020, 2019, I know it's one of these recent years, it wasn't something a long time ago, and if it was, boy oh boy, the time has gone, but um, I just remember I did an episode like that, and I was discussing about, you know, certain things that he and I have in common, right, uh, if you want to know those things, or go, again, listen to that episode after this episode before this episode before you finish this episode however you do it get that episode to listen as well and i appreciate that listen but i say all that just to say uh, again there are things that Kyrie has chosen oh there are ways he's behaved there are things he's has done and i'm like yeah i totally agree with and then there are certain things he said there are certain things actions he's taken and I was like, yeah, I can't get with that, you know? I'm not going to go over everything. I'm just going to go over this one thing. So him not taking the vaccine or choosing not to be take the vaccine. I am 100% for Kyrie Irving. I am 100% for anybody who says, I don't want to take the vaccine. Just as I would be 100% for anyone who has or does eventually want to take the vaccine. You want to know why? That's their decision. I'm 100% for people having freedom to make the decisions that they feel is best for their health, for their body. I am 100% for people making decisions for their own body. People can come here and yeah, I'm going to address those comments in this. Like I said, some of these comments I feel, uh, not even some, all of them, but some I still will address. A lot of comments I feel aren't even worth a response anymore. And a a lot of that has to do with the hypocrisy that the people who make those comments actually have, you know, um, when they make these comments. So I will address the potential comments. People are going to say things like, what about this? What about that? Someone keeps sending me messages and I'm just like, bruh come the fuck down i'm not even gonna respond yet y'all gonna have to wait simple as that i'm recording right now you got a problem with it run up like that inset and get picked and get kicked anyways um what was i saying it's what happens when text messages come you bringing at your fucking face anyways i'm 100 for people making decisions that they feel is best for themselves i don't want to hear anything about endangerment of I'll get into that. So if Kyrie says, I don't want to take the vaccine, Kyrie Irving is a grown ass man. Kyrie Irving can make any decision he wants for his body. I don't, I'm not mad at anybody to, for, to be honest, to say, I want to go about treating the, uh, you know, preventing the coronavirus this way. I've been doing these methods to prevent from getting a virus and it's worked for me so far. Therefore, I'm going to continue work doing this method because, you know, they're, they're practicing one of my favorite sayings. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know? Um, now, if there, if there are certain times where something doesn't seem to be broken, it still needs to be tweaked. But when you're playing with human lives, as in your own life for a second... And you're doing something and clearly you're staying healthy. Clearly you're staying out of harm's way. 
whether it be the coronavirus, whether it be other diseases, whether it be just other things that can harm the human body. If these things that you're doing is actually working for you, who the fuck, why does it matter if someone else is like, oh, you, you, but you gotta do this, but you get no, what you gotta do is best for you. I'm not gonna go ahead and do some other shit because you felt that it was best for you to inject yourself with something and do something else or not inject yourself with something to keep you safe from this when I've been doing something and I've been safe so far, you know? And, and God willing, I continue to be safe this way. Even if that isn't Kyrie's big biggest reason. People have their, their, their assumptions and beliefs as to why they believe Kyrie is doing what he's doing. And to those, uh, some of those people have, make valid points based off of the actions Kyrie has made in the past. Like I've said, there are things I've agreed with and there are things I've just totally disagreed with. Alright, the title Kyrie is me was supposed to be ironic. The comments and the jokes were supposed to be ironic and sarcasm to an extent. I didn't necessarily mean he and I were the same individual and we believe the same thing. Again, go listen to that episode if you haven't. But if you don't know what irony is or you don't know what um, com, you know, sarcasm is, I suggest you don't listen to this podcast because I make a lot of comments based off of irony and I make a lot of comments based off of sarcasm it's just how I communicate not everybody gets that I understand but I'm not for everybody we're gonna get with that when we talk about Dave Chappelle once again and the Nets uh you know part two of this one segment or whatever right so with that being said I don't really care that he's not you know getting vaccinated good on Kyrie what I'd like to see what he's doing, and I will say this is where I am, you know, in full support of him, is that he's got he's getting all this backlash for something. And he's sticking to his guns. I don't know. There's something about people sticking, especially fellow black people, black men especially, when we are being, you know, th- spat on and and disrespected you know verbally and we continue to say you know what fuck the noise i'ma do what i feel is best for me i really like seeing when when we do that when people in general but especially black men when we do that because it shows how strong we are that's part of the strength that they hate they meaning those who are anti-black men out there. It just shows how they hate, how much they hate us for that. And they're going to continue on doing that and, 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 and smearing our names and, and talking out of their mouth and saying shit. They have no idea what the fuck they talking about. They're going to keep doing it. Because the peer pressures is is what breaks them down. The smears is what breaks them down. But to us, strong black men out there, and strong black, strong black women out there, we're not phased by that BS. We know what's right in our hearts. And how I've been taking this coronavirus situation is how I take a lot of situations. 
pertaining to human beings and human interactions times time will tell time will tell who is you know right and who is wrong that's why i'm not gonna be again i'm 100 for someone who is like not taking a vaccine i'm 100 for those who are taking a vaccine you want to know why time will tell at the end of the day it's not up to me it's not up to you it's not to anybody else time will tell and you can say but the science the science yeah the science is a great indicator of of what can tell what 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 is possible for the for humanity for the future great indicator not denying the science but y'all motherfuckers don't even believe in the science so until y'all truly start to believe in the science don't throw terms around like believe in the science when you don't truly believe in the science there's that so time will tell who's on the right side who is looking goofy nowadays or who is looking true to selves or like in some instances it will tell it will just show that there were people who took this path and this is what happened to them and there were people who took this path and this is what happened to them but neither path actually was dead on right or dead on wrong it's just you got what some person that turned left is another person who turned right and they just kept going their respected directions and maybe at some point in time those directions intertwine maybe but that's you know a best case scenario when human beings actually get they shit together and those you know seemingly rare occurrences where when human beings are actually putting differences aside and coming together as one and just saying you know what your decision is your decision i respect that that you're making your decisions not that even if it's not the decision that i would make now this is not no all lives matter type talk this is not some racism is dead type talk this is me simply saying whether i can identify with Kyrie or not on his stance on the vaccine or whatever um whether he's taking it or not i am of the mind that i do not and i've mentioned this before the biggest fear that i have um with this whole coronavirus situation and it seemed to be looking true to some extent on a monthly basis is this big ass divide that's going on now there's people going to be like well america been divided yeah i've been talking about all the divisions ever since i started this podcast hello my name's ernest where you been you ain't you ain't you, if, if this is your first time listening you get a pass if you're like well yeah, america's been divided but if you've been a listener of this podcast and then you have the nerve to make that comment to try to combat what i just said you you're not literally listening to the what i the, what i'm saying here are you what i've been saying here i appreciate the press and play but i'd appreciate those who press play to listen not press play to just press play so if you're not going to actually listen to the things that i say um shit listen to somebody where you're actually gonna listen to the things that they say you dig because I'm, I'm aware of the divisions, the many divisions here in America and in the world, but just here in America especially. I'm aware of that. That doesn't mean that I don't fear them. 
it's just maybe it's a situation with me. Maybe. I don't know what it, how to truly define it yet. Maybe it's just something I'm super used to. And coronavirus, as new as it is with for all of us, the, the division between the vaccinated and the non-vaccinated stuff, this is also new as well. So, yeah, it scares me. Maybe there'll be a time where it's like, you know what, fuck it. And I'm kind of like that anyway. If people want to walk out of my life because or don't want to associate with me because I choose whatever path that I chose regarding the vaccine. I'm not going to say it doesn't suck. I wouldn't miss these folks. But that is their decision. What I'm not going to do is 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 try to convince them because of something like that, whereas it was enough for them to walk away or for me want me out of their life then maybe the bond wasn't as tight as I thought it was and that's something that I'm seeing a lot with people it's like okay if these divisions are just easily broken people are online gladly saying I'm not associating with my friend from kindergarten because they didn't choose to get the vaccine my grandmama, my this, my that, my husband, my wife, and it's, y'all built these bonds just to break them within a fucking year. Y'all let a president, two presidents, Trump, Biden, y'all let two old white men dictate your entire relationships, lifelong relationships you've had with people, or at least multiple year long relationships y'all have had with people, broken up in a matter of a fucking year 2020 yeah that doesn't scream a strong bond to me all the bonds that i've had prior to 2020 are still around because we're 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 bonded together prior to 2020 and nothing is breaking up that unless we decide to do so not two old ass white men in the house and not two old ass white dudes pedophiles not anybody else's peer pressure not none of that and to the people i have breaking because i'm not saying all my bonds are together there are people that are what our, our shit is crumbling by the day to be honest with you and there are people who just decided yeah you know what i am disassociating myself with him it is what it is like i said our bond wasn't that strong to begin with if all it took was a whole damn year for it to be broken up and you know I, I I'm gonna make this stance because I truly believe this would be the case I've said this before had Trump still been the president and the vaccine pushouts would have been uh, you know a thing I don't think we'd be as vaccinated as we are as a nation I think what is it about 60 70 maybe 60% of adults have at least one vaccine shot adults here in America and I could be getting the numbers wrong I know I'm not gonna look them up but I'm too lazy to but I believe those are the numbers either or I think that number would still be lower had it been for Trump I think a lot of people didn't necessarily get the vaccine for the same reasons that they're spouting for why they've got the vaccine in the first place on social media a lot of it i believe a lot of it has to do with these two things and these two things in relation to kyrie irving what well at least one of them 
in relation to Kyrie Irving. Maybe two. But the one is peer pressure. If Trump was in office and was still pushing the vaccine things, I think the peer pressure would shift to, you better not get that Trump virus. Hell, there's people on Twitter. And I'm going to go to a, a, I'm going to give y'all some facts today because this is someone who actually tweeted this. And I retweeted the tweet. Uh, someone screenshotted the tweet. So I'm retweeting the screenshotted tweets yesterday. Uh, someone made a comment about uh, the vaccine and timestamps and everything as to when they tweeted it. I mean, it was obvious from the tweet from the get go. But. Just timestamps and everything about, you know, how people are reacting to the vaccines now that there is. Oh, yeah. Before I get into all that, rest in peace to Annalise Garcia. Annalise Gonzalez Garcia, I believe is the name. Um, I've known her as Annalise Garcia. Annalise Garcia um, is or was one of the more prominent voices in the left. Um, on the radical left, the real left, you know, um, she was the host of the Annalise show. It was a podcast. Um, she also, I believe that was also on YouTube as well. A very beautiful woman inside and out, uh, sweetest pie. Um, she was a firecracker. She was definitely, she was very funny just a firecracker in all every sense someone that is just big bold beautiful and a joy to watch and a joy to see and a joy to be around yes that's how i think about firecrackers and that's how i think about um annalise garcia um she was murdered yes and i'm saying this i'm saying this is to be true she was murdered via hit and run um this is someone who, like myself, was being suppressed on YouTube heavily. Um, and why I connected with her so much is because she wasn't a big wig like, you know, well, the other people, they might not call themselves big wigs. The, the point of the matter is they had more than 10,000 subscribers. They had, you know, some of them was close to the million mark. Some of them had hundreds of thousands of subscribers um, and pretty much talking an anti-establishment talk. Um, and was getting suppressed on YouTube. I still listen to those voices, but Annalise and I, I believe she had like less than a thousand subscribers and hell, that's the same case with me. So that's why I connected with her so much, but it was also to the point where it's not how much attention you're getting. It's the things that you're seeing that's getting you targeted. And I'm not going to lie. When I heard about the news, first of all, she was murdered Thursday afternoon. I found out last night, Saturday, Saturday night. Yes, I'm recording this on a Sunday. I had to go to a party yesterday and everything. So there's that. But as far as me finding out, yeah, I was. And that news almost fucked up my night had I not been around some great people that night, to be honest with you. Um. But that was just, I'm scrolling through my timeline right now. I'm still going to find a tweet. I, like I said, I just retweeted it yesterday. So it's still around. But I'm just looking at all the stuff about Annalise. I will leave her 
GoFundMe in the description box below. Annalise was, I believe she was a Cuban immigrant. She was staying here in, in, in America, in California. She came here, I believe this was back in 2005 or 2008. And the rest of her family is back in Cuba. She was the sole provider. She, because of how America has been fucking with Cuba for centuries or the decades... I always get centuries and decades messed up or whatever because I'm super dramatic like that. But for decades, her family has been having a hard time getting medicine, getting the aid that they need here. Um, and no, not, of course, not in America, but in Cuba. Annalise, because of the donations she was getting, the work she was doing to, you know, get what she needed uh get to not only support herself she's also supporting a sister who i believe was who is autistic and actually needed annalise's care this is a woman that a lot of people depended on and just murdered because yeah i'm saying it because motherfuckers don't like the shit she was saying she was a truth teller and like firecrackers, she she said a light in the darkness. Rest in peace, Annalise Garcia. Once again, I will leave the GoFundMe. Please, please, please donate whenever you can to help support her family back home in Cuba. Her family that she has here. Please go down there and support. I know I'm iffy of GoFundMe's as well, especially when they're started by other people. I don't think her family has the, 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 have a possibility to start this GoFundMe. And I'm hoping in good faith that whoever started this GoFundMe for Annalise is someone who's actually going to do right by her family. And I'm leaving it in the description box below. That's going to be one of the many links down there, of course. If you don't hit any link down there, that's my link. That's Those are my links. That's fine. But please, at least give that link a check it out. And if even if you do not donate, please share it. At least share that link. You don't have to hit any other. I'm still going to put my links down there. Don't get me wrong. But you don't have to click any other link down there. That one click of the Annalise's GoFundMe will equate to every link down there that, that relates to me. That one share of Annalise's link will be uh, it will equate to one share of all. That's how I'm going to view it. It's that important that we get the message out there. It's that important that we see that we, we take care, especially those of us on the left, the radical left or whatever, that we take care of our own and we make sure that we're good. Because I don't want her work to be, oh, well, she did what she did. Um, and... We, we used her for the views because she is, you know, not only an attractive woman, but she, like I said, she's a firecracker, you know? And firecrackers attract people, not just by the looks, but by the sound and, and everything about them. That's who she was. So, you know, that's how, I, that's, that's how I get down. I don't know how about anybody else on the left get down, but that's how I get down. Um, I know my girl Susie Dawson um, also is sharing the link as well. Um, so there are other people sharing links and everything else, but I'm just saying, again, please hit that GoFundMe down there. 
I had to, you know, stop in my tracks and make sure I mention all of that. It's my show, but let's get back to it. I found the tweet. All right. So this is a tweet by Amy Lynn. And her Twitter name is Amy A. Thratcher. December 2nd of 2020, she tweets, Kaylee McKinney calls it the Trump vaccine. Nothing will be, nothing with the word Trump in it is fucking going anywhere near my body. So, Kaylee McKinney was Trump's press secretary or whatever, you know, speaker, right? She's pretty much just, you know, what Jen Psaki is to Joe Biden right now, right? Just... You know, just as dumb, but you know, probably a lot dumber than Jin Saki. Jin Saki is still a dumbass, but I'm gonna say Kaylee was kind. So at least one level dumber than Saki. I give Saki one little credit. Other than that, though, Kaylee McKinney was pretty much calling it the Trump vaccine. Um, and like I said, when this, and I've made this comment before because this is true. When discuss when the vaccine discussions about it first came out, everybody that I know is for it now was against it. Everybody that I know who's against it now is still against uh against it then is still against it now. But everybody that I know who is for it now was against it, which means one hundred percent of the people that I interacted with that I know. Whatever the level of, of of relationship we had was like, I'm not fucking taking that vaccine for the same reason Amy said it or the, for reasons people like others are saying, well, it's too early. We want to see studies. Well, I don't trust it. Everyone had their reasons, right? Even those who were trying to escape the reason that because it came because it was it was looking like it was coming out during a Trump presidency and they didn't want Trump to look good. But everybody that I know back then, this was December 2020, and in other, other months of 2020, was against it. Then when it looked like, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again, then when it looked like Biden was winning, because Trump mishandled a lot of shit, especially the coronavirus, minds changed, including Amy Lynn's. This is a tweet on July 19th, 2021. I got vaccinated because I don't want to get COVID and because I'm not a fucking asshole. So, a year later, a year and some months later, but a year later, Miss Amy Lynn, Amy A. Thratcher, goes from, I'm not taking the vaccine, to... I'm ta- I've taken the vaccine because I'm not an asshole. Which means she believes that people who aren't vaccinated are assholes or selfish assholes. But this is someone who, once again, as my point was before I went off to talk about Annalise Garcia, once again, rest in peace to you. This is someone who was so gun ho like many other Americans, about not taking the vaccine because Donald Trump. Well, so many Americans who were 
anti-Trump. Because just as much as there were those folks who were like, I'm not taking a vaccine, hell nah. When Trump was in office, the same folks <laughs> who are either anti-vaxxers now or not taking a vaccine now, because Biden's in office, were going to take it had Trump been in office. So they, they're not, it's not just liberals who play this game of hypocrisy play this game that I call, you know, the message versus the messenger. It's not just liberals who do it, it's Republicans as well. Right-wingers, whatever they want to call themselves, they do it as well. So don't get, don't think you, if you're a right-wing listener of mine, that I'm just bashing liberals and stuff, the libtards or whatever you want to call them. No, I'm talking about you too, nigga. You are the exact same way. And they that's one of the divisions that I've been knowledgeable about, that I've been talking about here. Y'all are the exact same way. Had Trump still been in office, not as many liberals would be vaccinated now, but probably the numbers of um, vaccinated from people who are conservative, right-wing, they'd probably be up. I still don't think the numbers would be as high as they are now, even though people can argue that the numbers are high enough or whatever right but i think a lot of it has to do with who's in office just as much as people were so convinced that a 600 dollar check did more for them li their lives than a 1200 dollar check because of the president who was in the office during the time those $600 came out. Or the president who was going to assume the office once that $600 came out. By the way, I ain't getting no stimulus checks. I, I already made it clear to y'all. I ain't getting jack shit. And I don't think we getting any more stimulus checks, so I ain't get jack shit. But we've been past that. The point is, a lot of people making these arguments against Kyrie and against people who aren't vaccinated. Y'all motherfuckers don't even, y'all, you, you didn't take the vaccine for all the reasons you're claiming why Kyrie and everybody else who aren't vaccinated should take the vaccine. You didn't take the vaccine to protect yourself. Amy said she did so, but that's a fucking lie. It's a lie she's telling herself, but that's a lie a lot of people like Amy are telling themselves. You didn't take the vaccine to protect other people. You took it out of peer pressure. You took it out of trying to, well, it's still a form of peer pressure, but you took it out of peer pressure. You took it out of uh, a form of, you know, this allegiance to whatever um, crew that you, you align yourself with whatever base you align yourself with oh the people of my base are arguing this so i'm gonna argue this the people of my base are doing this so i'm gonna do this lie to yourself all the time and tell yourself whatever lie you want i'm not in the business of trying to convince people the lies that they tell themselves are actually lies i just let people live in the ignorance that they want ignorance is bliss apparently and therefore i'm gonna just let people live in the bliss that they want to live in 
if you want to tell yourself that you're not a fucking shill, a sheep, that's the better wording. If you're not that, then you and all the other people who don't think they're a sheep won't continue living that way. I'll continue just pointing out your sheepish ways. And how are you going to argue against it? Because you can't. Sheep can't argue against them not being a sheep. I dare any sheep listening right now. If you're still listening to try to argue that you're not a sheep. And I'll tell you a hundred reasons why you are. And then I'll show you other examples of people just like you being a sheep. Now people are going to... The, the irony is people are going to be like... Well if everybody else is doing it then that must be the right way. Uh, that must be the right thing to do. Ah! 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 That's something a sheep will say. So even when you're trying to convince me you're not a sheep, you already made a bad comment. Y'all saw what I did there? But in all seriousness, you just did something to prove my point in the first place. Kyrie, Dave Chappelle, a bunch of other people out here are doing things, and whether they're intentionally doing so or not, they are being proven right all the time. You got these people in sports nations. You got Gruden, NFL coach, exposed as not only being a homophobe, a misogynistic, a misogynistic sexist, and most importantly, a racist. They all bad people. Calm down. But let's not forget the racist part. But he, just like all the other folks in the NFL, in the sports world, People in the sports world still not focusing to talk about Gruden. No, they want to talk about Kyrie and and try to pressure him. You got former players. You have sports talk folks. You get Stephen A. Smith. Let me tell y'all about Stephen A. Smith real quick. I've already gone all over the place in this episode. This segment might be an hour long or more. I got shit to say, and I'm going to say it. Stephen A. Smith is one of them West Indian people with white supremacy, with the white supremacy mindset. With the white is right mindset. I knew that from Steve, about Stephen A. Smith for the longest time, and I've been wanting to say this for the longest time, and this was the perfect opportunity. This Negro will take any opportunity to talk shit on a black man or a black person and there would be clear-cut examples of more important situations. This is a lot of things you can talk about rather than one man deciding not to get vaccinated. Let's be fucking serious. It's a lot of things going on in the world and within sports and just in the world in general that this one man choosing not to be vaccinated somehow just, just overtakes all of that, apparently. But Stephen A. Smith, this is a man who I believe is quoted saying... I wake up every day pretty much with the mindset of how can I make the company that I work for a lot of money and how can I get a little piece of that money? You know what I'm saying? Now, that sounds like a good old boy employee mindset. But when I hear Stephen A. Smith say that, I hear how can I make Massa a lot of money and how can he give me some of that money and keep me in this house so I can continue being the house nigga. Because it's better being the house nigga than the field nigga. 
You get out what you put in, Stephen A. Smith. That's a quote he said on those little uh, Jack Link commercials or whatever, right? You get out what you put in. Y'all like my Stephen A. Smith impression? Anyways, he just gave me that vibe and he, and I say, and I brought up his nationality because I, I know a lot of West Indian people who think that way, Jamaicans especially. Not saying that they all do, but there's a lot of them that come to this country or that were born in this country and they have this mindset that doing it the white way is the right way. They just, it's something about them. I wish I could further put my finger on it. And this is all theory of mine, let me put it that way. But it just oozes, it screams. If you just do things, if you just shut up and do things the white man tells you, your life will be all right. And you don't talk about them. You don't talk about their women. You don't talk about the BS that's going on with other groups or whatever. You just down your group, right? You continue to do that and they'll continue to pat you on the head and reward you. And somehow that is enough for Stephen A. Smith to feel like he is, you know, he's he's doing all right in life. Maybe that's him. Also, the, the other thing I don't like about him is he's one of those individuals who, when he is clearly in a discussion or argument with somebody, um, a debate, and he clearly is, let's just say, losing, for lack of better wording, you know, I think it's stupid, you know, win, lose or whatever. But when he's someone who's clearly losing in a debate, he gets very loud and very dis disruptive and very disrespectful as well. Um, but he's one of those where it's like, I'm just going to keep getting louder and louder arguing over you so you don't continue making points because the points you have been making have been making me look stupid. So I'm just going to continue going over it louder and louder over you so people can hear because he's got a very loud voice, a very loud presence when he does speak. And it's like, I'm just going to continue doing that over and over again. And that's how... It's going to make me look like I know what I'm talking about. And eventually you'll either shut up because you're, you're, you're going to be like, it's not worth arguing with you. Or I'm going to be super louder than you. We're just going to have a screaming match. And I'm Stephen A. Smith, so I'm going to win. Because I put, I, I, I get, I, I get back what I put in, you know. So, but speaking of that arguing match. Shout out to Jay fucking Williams. Jason Williams, man. One of the voices of reasons, other than myself, but one of the voices of reasons outside of me, this wonderful host of the Earnest Thoughts podcast, that's actually making sense about this coronavirus thing. And no, it's not because he's someone who is unvaccinated. Jay, Jay, Jay Williams is actually vaccinated. But he's been saying the same thing I've been saying. If you are vaccinated, cool. If you are not, cool. Let people live and have the decisions that they want. But if Kyrie Irving, since we're talking about him, decides, hey, I don't want to get vaccinated. And the 
consequences of that is well you cannot play home games or you cannot play basketball this year right you cannot play games because we only want vaccinated players on the floor right although people are still going to get uh the coronavirus with the vaccine so amy's point was stupid because people are still getting covid with the vaccine and we already went over this my boston celtics i hate to use these dudes for example but my guy Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's been vaccinated. He's quarantining right now because of COVID. Asymptomatic people. You y'all can say, well, he's asymptomatic. Y'all y'all cannot pick and choose when whenever you want to use the argument or not. When somebody argues that they're asymptomatic and they're not vaccinated and therefore the coronavirus is not dangerous. What? But what about the long time effects? What about the long time effects? I see this shit on Twitter, but then when you are uh, athlete who is asymptomatic, which many of them are because a lot of the folks who are asymptomatic, not just athletes, folks in general who are asymptomatic, who had the COVID-19, um, meaning they had no signs of it. It's because if they take care of their bodies. The virus wasn't good enough for them. It wasn't whipping their fucking ass. They didn't have any underlying uh, conditions, and they take care of their bodies. Therefore, they're able to not be sick by it. Not everything. Some athletes really got hit hard. I believe Donovan Mitchell really got hit hard. His bitch-ass teammate, Rudy Gobert, really got hit hard with it. But, you know... Y'all, y'all, y'all pick and choose whether you want to, and that's another reason why I don't take y'all serious. Y'all pick and choose arguments like to 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 fit your narrative when that's not how arguments fucking work. In in regards to certain statements, if you're gonna take on the mindset that even someone who is asymptomatic still is, you know, should take the virus seriously and still is just as harmed by the virus. As someone who wasn't asymptomatic, someone who dealt with the the uh, physical effects of it, you know, emotional toll it, it, it may have taken as well. If you're going to argue that, then you got to keep it across the board. So when the athlete who gets vaccinated gets the virus and then they're asymptomatic... Don't try to argue, well, they're asymptomatic and they wouldn't be that way had they had they if they didn't get the vaccine... Because Joe Rogan, another man who's been, you know, tarnished, didn't get the vaccine, ended up getting the virus, ended up being asymptomatic. What's your excuse then? You're going to go back with the, oh, but he's still in danger, just like everybody who got hospitalized with it. So is Jalen Brown. So is all the other athletes who were asymptomatic and got the coronavirus and got vaccinated. Shut the fuck up. Now. As I was saying before, Jay Williams. Jay Williams is the only one who's making sense. Jay Williams is a man who's vaccinated. Jay Williams said, I understood that the possibilities of what could happen if, 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 you know, you know, once I get this vaccine, I took it anyway. That was the decision I made for myself. Kyrie Irving is a man who's saying, you know what? I don't want to take the vaccine. There are other people in the world not famous like Kyrie and decided, you know what? I don't want to take the vaccine. If they are deciding not to do so, 
and they work for a business they work for somewhere and that somewhere says you must take the vaccine or you must not work here those individuals can feel however they feel and i've made that uh argument on here plenty of times i'm not gonna say people can't feel how they can't you know want to feel but that job can do whatever the fuck they want to do so i'm not mad at the, the nba per se by saying we want vaccinated players on the floor that's not going to solve anything that's also why i'm not mad because i'm like still the the season could still be cut short like it did in 2020 because uh of the coronavirus vaccinated players are not thing is no one can get upset if you're working for a job or for your job says we want 100% vaccination here or we want our employees to be vaccinated here. You go elsewhere, you start your own business. I know not everybody has the goal, the money for all that, but there are other businesses out there. There are other avenues there are other things you can do. And this is why the idea of self-sustainability self is important to me. I know not everyone can be a business and not everyone is out here trying to be, you know, entrepreneur, 100% entrepreneur like me. I understand that. But that doesn't mean you, you should not have some level of self-sustainability to where that if you, if something were to happen, you should not be too dependent on this one job, this one wherever, this one home, this one whatever the case in order for you to stay afloat. Self-sustainability isn't just for those who want to be an entrepreneur. It should be for everybody. Now, at the level of self-sustainability, really depends on, once again, what you want to do with your life. Me, I'm someone who wishes to be at least a good 80% self-sustainable, meaning that I don't have to rely on a job outside of what I like to do for myself to make money, to make a livable wage, income, and all that. But it also means because, just because I have that, doesn't mean that I'm not going to solely just focus on what I can do now to create the self-sustainable life that I want for myself. So no matter what level of self-sustainability that you want for yourself, I think you should still have it. You can love your job. You can want to, you, you can want to keep your job for life, and that's fine, and that's perfect. I know there's people who got vaccinated because their job was like, hey, you got to get it. You want to stay here. People told me straight up, hey, I only got it because of the job that I, and you know, and this is your job that's keeping me afloat right now. I ain't mad at anybody for doing that. I'm not mad at any player, athlete, whether I watch the sport or not, that's like, hey, got baby moms to feed, I got people to feed, I got people depending on me, hell, I got to take care of myself, I need this job, so I need to get this vaccine, I have zero problems with people saying that, you know? And by the way, before people try to, you know, blow it up, every time I bring up athletes and baby moms and shit, it's supposed to be a joke. <laughs> I know people are going to say that's racist and I'm black. Number one. Number two, it's, it's a joke. Calm down. But they do have families. Whatever those relationships are, they do have families. So I understand if someone is like, 
well, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. But there are RPB, there are, there, there are PPs out there. There are PPs out there, people, yes. But there are people, that's what I wanted to say. There are people out there who are gonna turn that argument around and say, oh, Kyrie is putting the people in his life in danger. Again. Another comment that I feel as though it should not even be dignified with a response anymore, but I'm going to do it anyway. Going on long enough anyway. You don't know how much money Kyrie has. Well, you could probably look it up and Google it, but he probably has enough to help out his family. Also, even if you look up his net worth and how much money he has... And you think that's not enough to take care of you and your family doesn't mean his family isn't all right with that. They could be fine with the amount of money that Kyrie has. You don't know what other things he, he, he if he doesn't have other things lined up. If you really think businesses are out here as much as they might be pushing the vaccine on 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 commercials and in their stores, a lot of these businesses don't care. It's green at the end of the day. It's all about money at the end of the day. These motherfuckers don't give a fuck. It's people who are... It's the little people, if we being real, who are out here doing the the work of the American government and continuing to divide because they fucking stupid and don't realize when they being played and being used. A lot of these businesses don't give a fuck. Trust me. As someone who is out here looking at shit, talking to business people, interviews and things, a lot of these people don't care. A lot of these people, it's protocol. It's, hey, I got to do this because that's what's going on right now. You know what, you know what it is. You know what the vibe is right now. You know what the times are like right now. But if you ask them, you know, as... I think one of my superpowers is, you know how when Wonder Woman, she, she has that lasso and it forces people to tell the truth. I feel as though I have an invisible lasso and people just automatically just keep it real around me. Everybody. And I think that's one of my unintentional superpowers because I'm not, I'm not throwing no lasso around them. I could care less about their truth. But a lot of these people, managers of these uh, of of businesses, owners of these businesses, and they're they're like, man, if you vats, you vats. If you not, you not. Some of them even got their own extreme uh, reasons why they don't believe in it. A lot of people are against this, yo. Don't let super su super social media. I was probably thinking about Wonder Woman. That's why I said super. But don't let social media get you thinking that, again, this is the whole peer pressure aspect. And I'm not saying this to try to peer pressure people the opposite direction. But there's a lot of people out here who feel the same way as Kyrie. There's a lot of people out here who are walking around like Kyrie, unvaccinated. A lot of those people are fine, still living fine lives. Still, un still, still, um, um, you know, safe and have yet to get corona. And for those who are going to say, well, how do you know? How do you know? Coronavirus tests are still around, my nigga. I can go to Walgreens right now. Literally, the Walgreens that's right next to the place I stay and get a test. That's how, that's how accessible these tests are still are. 
Well, that's not accurate. Hey, well, you, you should get one at the hospital. And there's a hospital, literally, there's a walking, a hospital walking distance from me as well. Coronavirus tests are still free, people. You can still get a coronavirus test. That's how people are knowing they haven't had a coronavirus or they don't have coronavirus. It's because they are getting tested. It could be because they're like, well, I haven't been sick. And people can say, well, you've been asymptomatic. Again, going back, if you're going to argue asymptomatic folks are super dangerous, right? And not only are they spreaders, but eventually they're going to get hit with something. They're going to, you know, lose their sense of smell. Yet these people still have their sense of smell. They're going to lose their sense of taste. Yet these people still have their sense of taste. They're going to have shortness of breath. Although these people are still breathing at the normal rate that they've been breathing at. What's your, what, what, what's next? And I've said this before as well. I don't think I've said it on here, but I think I've said it online on Twitter somewhere. It's almost as if, though, there's a lot of people wishing. It's not even almost. There are people who are wishing folks like Kyrie who are unvaccinated to get the virus. So they're wishing death on people, wishing ill on individuals, really. But it's almost as if people are just like, I want you to get sick so I can look right. That's what it is. And that's crazy within itself there's a lot of reasons like i said as to why i am not even taking these folks seriously these people are horrible people they're hypocrites i don't care what stance you have on the vi va va vaccine or whatever um yeah the vaccine and although i do believe people who deny the virus are cuckoo heads <laughs> that's how i'm gonna put it um I still would not wish the virus on those folks. There's a lot of people coming at me last year. I did an episode last year, right? And I was thinking about exposing those people because those people literally sending audio clips and stuff and the virus is, man, I thought you was this and you're an idiot. You're a sheep just like everybody else. You believe... And I'm like, I bet I'm just going to expose this clown-ass nigga and the rest of these clown-ass niggas telling me the virus is not real. I wanted to be that petty. I stopped myself from doing so. I just continued responding to them in the manner that I did and left it there. Didn't make an entire episode about it. Yeah, true story. So, even with those folks, though, I wouldn't wish the virus on them because they think I'm a cuckoo head for thinking, believing a virus is real. I think they're a cuckoo head for it, not believing in it. But I'm not going to be a cuckoo head enough to say, hey, you know that virus that I believe is real, that you don't believe it's real? Hope you get it, bitch. Ah. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> So, <laughs> nah, that's not how I get down. You might be thinking, you're a horrible person. All the things you say, all the cursing you do. You can believe what you want to believe. At least I'm not a person that wishes the viruses on people. Damn. That's not how I get down. It's gone on over an hour now as I'm looking, but I feel like I got everything off my chest. Let me think. 
So I, I gave Jay Williams his, his, his props for how he is looking at the situation, right? I, I got on Stephen A. Smith. I got on y'all. Y'all meaning those who are just on this BS, this hypocritical BS. Uh, last point I wanted to make. The last points I want to make. Um, well, I'm going to say point because whether I believe Kyrie is real or not, I do want to get the point across of uh, the message versus the messenger. I think Kyrie Irving, and hopefully I remember to have this clip and probably at the end of this uh, this part here before we get into the commercial break. But there's a uh, a few things that he's been saying. He said a lot of things, like I said, that makes sense. And there are things I'm just like, it doesn't make sense. Not everything is fucking black and white. You're not going to agree with everything everybody says. But people got it in its mindset. And this is the dangerous aspect of people that they don't like. I'm not saying you got to like Kyrie. I'm not saying you got to like Dave Chappelle. I'm not saying you got to like me. You got to like Joe Rogan. You got to like any of us, right? These are just names I'm putting out there because... Um, I'm not saying I'm anything like those gentlemen. I'm saying as far as people coming at us and trying to peer pressure us to make decisions that they've made or whatever. Yeah. That's something we have in common. You don't have to like either of us or anybody else you can name. But do not think that the message and the messenger are the same entity. Let me say that again. Do not believe that the message and the messenger are the same entity. No matter what I say, whatever the message I say on here, I still want you to view me as the individual that my actions put out there. Sure, my the things that I say could play a part into how you view me. But... On the flip side, if I say something that you know you agree with or you know is right or in your heart of hearts, you feel it's the right thing to do or live or believe it. Don't just shut it down automatically because I said it, someone else said it. You know, there's that meme. I don't know if everyone saw it, but it's a meme that I really like. It was like when the worst guy makes the best point or some shit like that or the worst person that you absolutely know makes a good point. That's life. Sometimes it happens like that. Just like maybe the absolute best person you know makes a very horrible statement. Because you're not going to, going to agree with everything everybody says. And not everybody, and, and most importantly, more importantly than that message, not everybody that you like is going to say something that you like. Or that you agree with. And that's where the danger comes in at. Because politicians, world leaders, people in your life see that you're easily manipulated like that to the point where you're just going to agree with the things that they say because you like them. Because they can put on some facade or simply because you just like them naturally. If they could just say things and then you go along with it. Meanwhile... They can just, well, at least I'm not Trump, you to death. Meaning that they can simply just, hey, 
yeah, that guy made a good point. That person made a good point. But remember, they're a bad person. Remember, they're, they're the bad guy. I'm the good guy here. Let's remember that. So let's not listen to what is being said. Let's go based off of good guy, bad guy. Everything is black and white here. And you know, whiteness is good, so go with the white guy, not the black guy. <laughs> but that's, that's the dangers I see a lot of people falling into as well. Now, I, why I call it dangers is not really a fear. Because that's your, that's something that personally affects one individual. Yeah, it affects us as a collective. But if you are that dumb enough to believe that everybody that you like or you get along with, that you're a fan of, says things that you agree with, or you just going to agree with everything someone says because you like them, and yet people that you don't really have, that kind of leave a bad taste in your mouth or you're not a fan of, you're not very fond of, everything that's it they say is bad. Yeah, whatever deception you get from the individuals that you like, you kind of deserve it. You asked for it. Your actions said, you don't have to prove to me that you're a good person or you don't have to prove to me that you're someone that um, I should listen to um, and you know take seriously or someone who makes valid points because I already like you so you don't gotta do anything else. So you can lie to me all you want. And then when you actually are lied to and then you find out that you lied to, something snaps in your head and tells you yeah, you've been lied to. This is not a good feeling. This is not right. Sure, be mad at the individual for playing you. But had you not taken on this idea that, oh, it's the messenger saying this message. Therefore, I don't, and I don't like the messenger. Therefore, I don't like the message. There's literally a clip of Kyrie Irving, the clip that I want to show to y'all. I'll play for you at the end if I don't forget of clip a clip of Kyrie Irving pretty much saying hey be yourself be bold be proud of who you are you're not going going to impress everybody and you shouldn't live your life trying to make everybody happy beautiful message right with the with that logic that I was just talking about there are people out there who will say that's a horrible message. That's stupid. Kyrie don't know what he's talking about. Kyrie think he's smart. All because they don't like Kyrie and therefore the thing he just said was stupid. But somebody else, let's, I'm going to just say Oprah, right? Because I can see Oprah make a comment like that. Or Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. People who like Tyler Perry, right? I can see Tyler, and he he has made comments like that in the past, too. Kyrie's not the only one. Tyler's made comments like that. I've made comments like that. Other people made comments like that. Oprah probably has made comments like that. But Tyler Perry made a comment, that same exact comment. Be yourself. Because you're not going to make everybody happy. You're going to make yourself miserable trying to make everybody happy. You're going to make yourself unhappy trying to make everybody happy. You want to know what those who are fans of Tyler Perry but not fans of Kyrie Irving going to do? 
Oh my god, that was a great message. That was such beautiful words. Oh my god, this is why I love you. He is so smart. He is so intelligent. He is so sweet and kind. And Same message. Different messenger. Different responses. From the idiots who do this. The message versus the messenger. And that's what I'm saying here. A lot of people upset at the things that individuals say because they don't like the individual who said it rather than actually what is being said. And I'm saying don't do that. That's how you continue getting yourself in danger. There's a lot of people right now, since we're talking about the, since we mentioned the presidents, Donald Trump said, Keep the kids in cages. Get the fuck out of this country. Don't don't allow them in. You didn't like the messenger, so you didn't like the message. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, say the same message in a different way. They're not cages, they're facilities. We're telling them not to come to this country because of coronavirus, and that's that. Or we just simply telling them, do not come here. Same message, different messengers. People are on board with the Joe Biden and Harris way of saying it rather than the Donald Trump and Mike Pence way of saying it, although they said the same thing. A harsh message to say to a group of people that you are responsible for, your country is responsible for their livelihoods being ruined in the first place but I guess it's a better thing when it's coming from a president with a D next to their name. Anyways, an hour and 12 minutes, but I got everything off. I'm not going to talk about whether I believe Kyrie is, you know, genuine or not. I kind of wanted to touch on that, but again, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. I think that some of the messages, some, not all, of the messages he's been saying... I'm, I'm not looking at Kyrie and saying, oh, because I'm a fan of his basketball skills, I agree with it. Because there are people, and I'm a fan of their basketball skills, that are going against Kyrie, and I'm not holding that against them. I'm saying that's what you're doing. There's a lot of re I, I feel like a lot of people are piling on Kyrie because, I mean, they want to look good. I think a lot of people, especially those who I know can talk to him in private, but instead go into the media about it, that always, that never really sat well with me. And that's why if I were to ever be rich and famous, I'd probably have no friends because I'd be calling motherfuckers out for doing that shit. My thing is, if you felt the need to correct me about anything I said or done, do it, do it. And I know people are going to be like, well, you did it in public, so we're going to do it in public as well. That's the dumbest shit ever. That is the dumbest shit ever. I think I made comments like that before. Yeah, I disagree. That's the dumbest shit ever. Now, I don't disagree with... And I'm going to make this last point now. I'm going to get into the next... Uh, we'll get into a commercial break, I promise you. I don't disagree with calling people out in public. But my thing is... you If you know somebody, right? You got their number. Whether you know them personally or not. If you have their number... You can easily call them and text them and be like, yo, um, let's talk about this. And then if you want to carry that conversation out and be like, hey, and tell them at least, hey, Kyrie, 
I'm going on Sports Center or I'm going on this show or whatever, and I'm going to talk about our conversation or I'm going to say these points. But I wanted to tell you before I tell told the world. Therefore, you know that I'm not being fake and phony. I don't have no problem if someone were to like, yo, Ernest. Let's talk about some in private, and then they want to go elsewhere and talk about it. I'd be like, hell, at least you reached out to me first before you went on the media outlet and started spewing your bullshit. I still think it's bullshit. If I, if I, if those are my thoughts, by the way, maybe my mind has changed. Maybe they convinced me. I'll be gladly to get on media and, and tell people, hey, my conversation with XOXO is the reason why I changed my mind on this. So, it really depends, but I just think it's really whack how a lot of these people are treating Kyrie. And I'm like, I know a lot of these people have a way of getting contact with Kyrie Irving. And yet they're choosing, purposely choosing not to do so and jumping on media. You got coaches, players, commentators, who I know, once again, are, are very capable of reaching out to Kyrie. Probably some have tried and he didn't respond back. Maybe some have actually did so, and they are coming on air, and they're just airing the same thing that they told Kyrie. Maybe some have had success, and they're airing BS, that like they told Kyrie one thing, but on the air, it's a different thing. I still think it's whack if it's the first way, and I think it's mainly the first way. The people aren't, I don't, hey, don't ask me how, how why, but to prove it, because I can't. Just like you can't prove your the opposite either. But I think it's people who aren't even reaching out to Kyrie, but they're reaching out to these media outlets or they're once they're reached out by these media outlets, they are gladly jumping on Kyrie. The first chance they get. Yeah, nah. Um I'm not not that shit's corny come to me as a man as a grown person and tell me that i'm wrong if you can't tell me to my face clearly you're someone who can't make arguments for yourself and to me you're just someone who just spouts other talking points other people do and the reason why you're not coming to me is because when you go to them they're not going to argue against you you're saying the same shit they're doing they're, they're saying so obviously they're not going to argue against your point. They're going to continue making their points. You're going to continue making their points. They're going to say something else. You're going to say the exact same thing. Whether you say it in a different way or not, that's how it's going to roll. And that's how you're going to communicate, in quotation marks. That's whack. Anyways, I said a lot. So that is worthy of a obviously a commercial break but i'm also getting a water break as well so i still have a lot more to talk about this might be a lengthy episode i said it was going to be short but i got a lot to say so stay tuned that's the that's another root of human human struggle worrying about other people's perceptions about who you are like why would you ever care about that you know and I think that I fell victim to that in my, in my past of worrying about things that I can't control. You know, if the people understood what words could do to a human being, especially where we are in today's society, then they wouldn't 
they wouldn't be invested in that. So I don't, I'm not here to dispel anything. You can continue to ask other people around me about what they think about me and continue to write about mood swings. Like, you know, human beings have mood swings. <laughs> like you go home and you're, you're not happy with things or you're mad at something and you're happy. That's a mood swing. <laughs> it's okay to be human. Like, I don't have to be perfect for anyone here, nor do I have to be perfect for the public. So I'm not here to dispel any perception. I'm just here to be myself. So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about a, a dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast right after that you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast once again go over subscribe to the my two cents podcast new episodes every monday just like this podcast now let's get back to the show Alright, I'm back. Hopefully y'all can hear me. I'm walking and talking at the same time as I'm doing this segment here. Got some shit to do, you know? Uh, happens when you let things wait till last minute. <laughs> My fault. But anyways, I want to talk about Dave Chappelle, like I said. Um, this is not a review for his latest stand-up special, The Closer. You will get that review on the season premiere podcast. I've completed that. I will be doing the review for that. I want to say I should have it by the time you listen to this, because this is going to be uploaded Monday, the 18th. So Thursday, that Thursday, it should be up alongside with another episode of the season premiere podcast. So you get the closure review and if you don't care for that or you don't want to hear all that you'll get uh, a BMF episode at my review for a BMF episode 4 and if you want to listen to both well well that's a treat for you you get to listen to both but This is not a review, as I stated before. I was waiting for this damn train to pass. That's why I took that little awkward pause. But this is not a review. This is me simply going over the outrage <laughs> that I, that many other people, that Dave himself predicted was to happen 
even before people actually saw the uh, the the special. Dave was right. I was right. Others were right. There are going to be people who are. What surprised me was there were some people, very few, but some people still, that were proudly admitting that, hey, I did not watch the special and I'm still outraged about it. And then trying to justify why they didn't necessarily need to watch something to have a review on it. You know, negative or positive, right? Mainly negative, because these are people people who had positive reviews on, on it were people who actually watched it. You know? And it was, I'm pretty sure people who have negative reviews on it, some people who had negative views on it, were people who actually watched it as well. Again, you want to know my thoughts on it, subscribe to the season premiere podcast if you're not already. If you are, I appreciate that. And stay tuned this Thursday, possibly. (laughs) But as far as just my thoughts on the outrage, of course, like I stated before, I predicted it, Dave predicted it, a lot of other people predicted it, and people proved us right yet, yet again. All I'm going to say in regards to the content of the of the special was that it was yet another special where I felt that there were certain comments Dave made and I was like I can see why people would be upset about that had they even knew about those comments in the first place and then it was the other aspect that goes along with the theme of this episode Dave actually said a great message within some of the things he said. Now, I'm not going to spoil it here. Again, that's for the review. Yes, and I do spoilers for my reviews. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. Don't know what to tell you. But he said some things in that uh, special, in the closer, just like he said some things and the other specials where I was like, you all clearly are missing the point. You're clearly missing the message. And you're purposely doing so at this point because it doesn't fit the narrative that you want to push. See, if, it, if these people who are doing this, if they are forced to think about the message Think about the things Dave is really saying within these quote-unquote jokes. You'll see that the things that people are saying about him, the mindsets that they have about him, are further from the truth. But people will rather live in ignorance to... You know, fulfill some type of ignorant, uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Narrative, I guess. (laughs) 
to fulfill some type of narrative about somebody, they will rather do that than actually seek the truth. Or at least try to do something to seek the truth. Even if that something is as simple as shutting the fuck up and listening. And thinking for yourself and all that. People won't want to do that. Because <laughs> in doing so, that entails a lot of admitting when you are wrong. Admitting that you overreacted. And you're going to have to, some people are going to want to know why did you have said initial reaction in the first place. And that's going to take a lot of people to admit to, well, it's because I have these biases about Dave Chappelle. Maybe I hate black men. Maybe I hate black people. Maybe it's a control thing as I said it was before. This ain't got shit to do with people feeling offended. Everybody get joked on. You can't ask for equality and then ask for preferential treatment or special treatment. That's not equality. Everybody want to reshape words to make them mean what they want them to mean. No. If you're going to ask to be treated like an equal or treated like a person, as Daphne, one rest in peace to her, said, stated, that she wanted to be treated as. She just wanted to be treated as a person. Someone with a human existence. Because that's who Daphne was. A person. A human being. If you want to be treated as such, then... You're going to have to deal with things other humans deal with. No matter your identification, no matter your sexuality, no matter anything else. If you want to be treated like a human being, human beings go through things. Not everything that we go through as human beings is, you know, I guess will be funny or whatever, right? And now I'm not saying that the hatred that certain people get, certain demographics get, is okay. Absolutely not. But what I am saying is, I might have to pause for a second, because when I walk in the store, I don't want to. I ain't that crazy you now. I, I I I can walk the sidewalks and you know talk and shit. And, but I'm trying to go into the store and get a jacket real quick. All right. Sad to say, it's getting cold out here. But nah, what I also want to say is, time and time again, you have people. You have people of what I said, outrage culture, who choose to be willfully ignorant while claiming to be these, you know, super intelligent beings. These. Um, I guess like super moralistic beings, right? You, you can't be willfully ignorant and intelligent at the same time. It's, it, it, <laughs> the two just don't match. If I have to explain to you why the two just don't match, I will be here for a long ass time 
this episode's probably gone on longer than it probably needed to be. But no, actually, it could be longer, but I don't want to make it long. All right. All I'm saying is this ain't got shit to do with hurt feelings. Just like how the Kyrie situation ain't got shit to do with the safety of himself, the safety of his family members, the safety of people around him. Hell, not even the safety of his fellow NBA athletes. By the way, a fully vaccinated Colin Powell just died of COVID-19. Fully vaccinated Colin Powell. Rest in peace. I'm going to be respectful. I don't agree with everything about Colin Powell. I want to see how the liberals react to that because on one hand it's Colin Powell and well I don't I don't I assume a lot of liberals don't like Colin Powell. But then the other hand it's he was fully vaccinated. He wasn't you know a mouth-breathing Trump supporter type Republican or whatever. So I want to see how they they, they uh, wrestle with that. What kind of mental gymnastics they do. Are they going to say, yes, another dead Republican? Or are they going to say no? Are they going to stay silent? Because speaking on his death means you might have to bring up the fact that even a fully vaccinated person can die from COVID-19. Now, Colin probably had underlining issues. I don't know much about his life. I did read his autobiography when I was a kid. Don't know why my dad thought it would be cool to give me, I guess, they knew I was into like black politics or black, you know, this, that, and the third. Um, a black politician, let me put it that way, black politics as well. And I guess they figured, hey, here's a black politician here, Colin Powell. And I will say I did enjoy his autobiography. As I got to know him more for who he is, it was like, ah, you're not my hero anymore. But because I read his autobiography, because he sounded like a really pleasant guy outside of the crazy shit he's done or the, you know, shit I disagree with, I will say rest in peace to him. And because he's a human being at the end of the day. And as I was saying before, you know, I will not wish uh, a deadly virus like that on anybody. Hell, not even the people who want to get at Dave and didn't watch the special. There's not much else I have to say about that. I might just end it here because you all look absolutely ridiculous as, <laughs> as you've been looking. You didn't watch something, but you have strong feelings on it. Yeah, invalid. If you did watch it, Again, not trying to spoil anything, but if you did watch it, you would see that a lot of your um, a lot of the shit that you thought was true about him or a lot of the negative things you said about him or whatever categorization that you put on this man, you would see that you were told a lie by someone else. He even pointed out in the special, this is the last kind of spoiler, whatever. He even pointed out the numerous of instances 
of people coming up to him and didn't see his special, but knew he was Dave Chappelle and knew he was a bad man because somebody else told him or they read a headline, but they didn't watch the special and they never had an actual conversation about whatever the issue they hated him for, but they automatically hated him. So, my, my thing for you is to do your damn homework. Do your homework. If you're going to watch the special, watch it. If you're not, don't watch it. But don't comment on something that you're not going to watch. It's really that simple. It'd be like me commenting on an album for the My Two Cents podcast that I had zero intention of listening to and did not listen to. But then I got these strong opinions, either positive or negative about it. That, that <clears throat> That's not how shit works. And every album that I review on the My Two Cents podcast, I listen to, by the way. You know? Listen to this week's episode, and you'll, you'll, you'll know that I listen to it. But it's really that simple. You, you can't just, like I was saying before, act like, be, willfully be ignorant and then act like you're the smartest person in the world. Th- those two things do not match at all. You know, you're either going to do the homework or you're not going to do the homework, which is fine. You know, you're not being graded for this. I'm not a professor or whatever. But don't act like you know what the fuck is going on when you don't. And like I stated before, it's all about control at the end of the day. I mentioned that last week as well. It's all about control. It's got shit to do with hurt feelings. It's all about he did not apologize when we said when we told him to apologize. He did not refrain from talking about this group of individuals when we told him he can't talk about these group of individuals. How dare he? That's what it really is at the end of the day. So I'm about to get into this store and get this damn jacket and then be on my way and be on my day. It's been another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast with your host, Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy, different name. I will keep the timestamps in the description box below, but there's only, again, two topics under this one big-ass topic. Hit the links down there for sure. Again, rest in peace to Annalise Garcia. Hit that donation link. Hit her GoFundMe link. Please support. Please support her. Like I said earlier, if you don't hit any other link down there, hit that one. No matter if you don't hit the other links, you can hit the other links alongside with that one, but please, please check that out. And even if you do not donate to her link, please at least share it out. Check her out. Check her story out. Check. You're going to love this woman. You know? You're going to love her. For maybe the short, I've known her for a few months. Maybe a year. Either or, once I first you know saw her I was like yeah this this woman's badass this is fucking great great content here great person great personality overall just beautiful soul and she will be missed so yeah do all of that I don't want to get hit with some loitering type shit so stay black if you're black stay beautiful black lives matter LGBTQIA lives matter Black women matter, black men matter, black trans women matter, black men matter. And I'm out. Peace.